welcome to the Uno Mas podcast. This is your host, Whitney Kay. So you've got an Instagram account and you're an online entrepreneur and your hope is to sell to your following, for them to buy into what it is that you have to offer, for them to buy into you, but you're stuck. You don't know what's wrong. People aren't engaging. Your followers aren't increasing. You might even possibly be losing followers, which is something we don't want to happen, but it happens to all of us. So today on this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you my go-to marketing tips and how you can start making money on your Instagram with the content and value that you're sharing. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Okay. Okay. So Instagram, it's a platform that so many people are on today, but it's also a platform that can intimidate a lot of people. And I would be lying if I said it did not intimidate me too. So one of the things that I have come to realize through my Instagram growth from the day I started is that I've changed a lot of things up. But one of the most common questions I get is, Whitney, what are your marketing tips? How are you leading people in to buy from you as an online female entrepreneur? Well, I figured what better way than to just do a podcast and share it all with you. And honestly, I think when we're finished with this podcast, you're going to be like, really? That's it? And yeah, y'all, it really does come down to that. But I will share with you honestly what I feel works best for me and what I have seen work well for my clients and many other female entrepreneurs in the space. So you need to understand, first of all, that Instagram is there to nurture your audience and lead them elsewhere to generate the sale. And when I mean lead them elsewhere to generate the sale, I mean, you're leading them through this like funnel through your content in order for them to click a link, which would be in your bio for them to DM you. And that is where the sale is officially made. It's not through your post. Hear me when I say that the sale is not made through your post. The sale is made somewhere else and it's your responsibility to make sure you close the deal. But how do we even get to that point? Well, you have to understand the purpose of Instagram and how you're using the platform. So you've got a couple things going on when it comes to Instagram because there's so many amazing features and God knows that they're probably going to unlock and unload a million other features in the future. But right now we're going to talk about what we have currently and some of the places that you need to really focus your time and energy into are one Instagram stories, Instagram stories. I look at as almost your highlight reel. That is the raw area where you can kind of be you. That's where the bloopers area of your movie, so to say, is happening. That's where you let people in on the in with you. They get to know you and feel you on a personal level because you are taking them behind the scenes and short snippets of your day-to-day life. It's also a great place to plug certain things about your product, service, opportunity, or whatever it is that you're doing 
happening in order to try to land that sale. Then you have your feed. Your feed is like the hook where you hook your following with value, with education, with inspiration. That is where you're really going deep and you're letting people in basically to your diary. That is the hub of your content. That is the hub of value. That content sticks and stays. Whereas stories kind of disappear after 24 hours, unless you choose to put them in your highlights. So then you've got your bio. This is the starting point of people getting to connect with you and want to stay with you. This is where in 250 characters, you've got to get real clear and real down to the nitty gritty of what it is that you have to offer and who you are. If you can't do that successfully in 250 characters, then you need to narrow down exactly who you are yourself and what it is that you have to offer. And that's okay. It's taken me many years and I've refined who I am and I've redefined who I am and what it is I have to offer. And it's part of a growing process as a female entrepreneur. But the bio is that starting point. That is the first thing people see and the first thing people react to. Is this somebody I want to follow? Let me see really quick. What does she have to offer? Okay. Yeah. Sounds cool. Click follow. Then you've got a new follower. Okay. The other thing is, is in your content, you have 200 or 2,200 characters to share whatever it is you want to share. That's a lot, you guys. However, it's not a book. So we've got to be really clear and concise with our content and make sure that we're speaking a message and we're speaking a message clearly. Then on IGTV, why is it that you only have a one minute preview? It's because Instagram understands that if you can't get your message out in one minute with a hook, then you are not going to generate a following or at least a viewer for longer than one minute. So it's really important that you use these areas within your Instagram as almost a way to catch the person so then you can reel them in as they continue to read or watch further. So let's go and start with the bio. I mentioned that you have, you know, a really short opportunity and window to share exactly who you are. So what should even be in a bio? Well, you want to showcase who you are. Don't try to be somebody you're not. I've tried that. (laughs) It doesn't work. I tried to be the Instagram influencer with the fashion and it just wasn't me. And it was quite embarrassing when I look back at some of those photos and I'm like, who the hell is this person? Because that is just not you. But for some reason in my mind, I thought that that's what you had to do in order to be successful on Instagram. And what I've even come now more to realize is, is that's out the window authenticity is what speaks volumes. And that is what people want to connect with. And it starts with your bio. So in your bio, say who you are. Me personally, I say that I'm a Texas girl. I'm a mama of two. I love clean living or yeah, I love clean living. 
Um, I think at one point I even said that I'm a doodle mom. Um, I'm a female entrepreneur. I'm the host of the Unomas podcast. I let people know really, really quick who I am really quick. And then in the bio, you have one link, one link to lead your following somewhere. And many people use something like Linktree. I have a custom built something similar to Linktree that I've designed myself, but you want to make sure that you are linking people directly to a place where they can get a little bit closer to you, or they can purchase a product that you speak a lot about. But here's my tip to network marketers. Don't have this link be your website. Take it out right now. I'm going to have you pause this podcast to go remove it immediately. This is why. You don't want to have people going directly to your website because more oftentimes than not in a direct selling network marketing company, your website has a boatload of different products. And when you send people to a website without a clear understanding of exactly what they're going to your website to get and retain as far as information, they get scared by two things. One, product and information overload or two, price. And it is your job as the consultant or distributor, whatever you're called in your company to stop that person from going to their website after they've read content that sparks their interest. And it is your job to get them into your DMS, get them into a conversation with you so you can be the middleman. So then when you are ready to send your website link, they have a clear understanding and direction of where they are going to your website and what they are going there for. So make sure when you have this link in your bio that you either do a link tree, which offers multiple avenues that they can take in order to get closer and deeper connected with you or purchase a product or service that you offer or join an opportunity that you are also offering or choose a single link of something that you're talking about currently. For example, for my female entrepreneurs, maybe you're launching an online course right now, or you're launching a new ebook or a podcast or a YouTube video that's really important and you're trying to get it out there. You can temporarily change the link for whatever duration of time that you are pubbing this particular thing and put it in there. That's okay. But make sure it is leading to a place, like I said, that connects with you further or leads them to purchasing something that you have to offer. Okay, bio's out. So now we're into the content. Content is so important and I am continuing to grow each and every single day into my own content as I write and as I create as a online creator myself, it is an ever growing learning lesson and development as a content creator. So I want you to know that if you're at a starting point point or a middle point, or, you know, you're just growing, don't worry about what stage you're in. Just know that it is going to evolve and continuously get better the more you work on it. So with content, you need to know a couple key things. Number one is that your content needs to be value driven. You need to offer some sort of value through the content 
content that you're sharing. A simple picture of you and your dog at the park with really nothing out there but saying me and the dog at the park. Woo! (laughs) Yeah, not going to fly. So why that park? What is it about that park that means something to you? How often do you go to that park with your dog? Why do these moments with your dog matter? Are there other people out there that experience these same things with their dogs? If so, why don't you all connect? That is how you can spin a simple photo of you and your dog into a more value-driven piece of content. And the next thing you want to think about is shareable content. This is important. And this is something that I've really grabbed a hold of recently. And it's the fact that you want to make your content shareable. Well, how do you do that, Whitney? Well, you do that by offering different types of value, okay? Not just pictures of yourself. So you're gonna start seeing a huge shift in my Instagram marketing because I've really seen the importance of this and the fact that my content needs to be more shareable. So maybe I'm posting quotes, not quotes that other people have created and already designed, but I'm designing my own graphics from using apps like Canva or Over, and they can go hand in hand with your branding. Or you can even come up with your own quotes. Maybe you say something in the middle of the day and you're like, dang, that was actually really good. Make a quote out of it. Post it on your Instagram. You know, add education or tips and tricks into your content. Maybe infographics or something of that sort that people are like, oh, shit, this is really good and more and more people need to hear about it or see it or read it. So they click share. It is more important that your stuff is being shared over how much it's actually being liked. Whoa, right? I bet you're like, but all I worry about is how many likes I get on something. Yeah, me too. Me too. I used to think that all the time until I realized that it's shareable content that speaks volumes. It's shareable content that gets other people's eyes on your stuff. It's shareable content that speaks volumes. Like I said already, it speaks volumes. Okay. So make sure you are creating shareable content and you are creating engage worthy content. If you're not posting something that gets a conversation started or, you know, entices people to engage with you, the emotional strings of people in order to really want to connect with you or respond and reach out to you by commenting on your stuff or even liking it in the first place or hearting it, then something's not happening and something's not working. You want to create engage worthy content. This is so important. If people are just scrolling past your stuff and they're not stopping to engage with it, then we need to make a change. Okay. So how can you get them to stop? Well, you've got to use the first line as the hook. The first sentence in your post needs to be something that boom, stops them dead in their tracks. They're right there. They're engaged. They're like, holy shit, what did she just say? Or, oh my God, I can relate. I need to hit read more and continue reading this post. So this even applies in your feed posts and on your IGTV. 
I had a post the other day where I literally had a picture of my baby girl and I said, I'm throwing out the towel. Well, what the heck does she mean by that? It had a lot of engagement because I had a lot of people click on that to read more about what I was saying. And all it really had to end up doing with is I was throwing out the towel in regards to worrying about whether or not my baby was a messy eater or not. And I went into this long post about why messy eating is actually healthy eating for a baby and blah, 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 blah. But anyways, that first sentence, I'm throwing out the towel made people stop and say, well, what is she talking about? Especially when it correlates with a picture of her baby. So think about the stuff that you're writing and really, instead of being impulsive, stop and think about what it is and who it is you're speaking to and what you can say that can connect with people. Okay. And think about that because it's that first line that is really going to create that engagement worthy content that you're desiring to have. Now this leads into the next part and that's engagement. You know, how do you increase your engagement? Well, you've got to be using the platform yourself and you've got to be actively engaging on the platform yourself. If you're not using every feature in Instagram, then Instagram looks at you as basically just a scroll holder in that you're not really somebody that's adding value to their platform. So why, when you post, should they push your content to the top? right? So you want to make sure that you're commenting on other people's stuff, especially on stories. When you comment on people's stories, you end up in their DMs and this can start different conversations. This is so awesome. And this has been so amazing for my own personal business because I am talking to so many different and unique people and I'm forming so many awesome relationships, relationships with even people that have intimidated me or I have been so fearful to even possibly reach out to. But by me simply connecting with something that they're sharing on their stories and me responding by making a funny comment or something relatable, then I end up connecting with them on this like personal level, which in turn creates this relationship through the DMs and it later develops into more, which is awesome. So the next thing is responding when you are receiving engagement. If people are commenting on your Instagram TVs or your stories or your feed posts, you don't go MIA after posting. You have to plan to be present and you have to plan to respond pretty quickly to those comments. That doesn't mean that if you miss it within five minutes, like your whole world's going to end, but you want to make sure that you are present when posting and you are showing up for your following and they don't feel that if they say something, you're going to disregard them and ignore them. So make sure you're responding. The next thing in regards to engagement, that's very, very beneficial to the Instagram platform is partnering with other Instagrammers. Well, how can you do this? You can do a story partnership where you guys fuel each other's stories or you do Instagram live side by side. You do a dual live, you add value, you do interviews. Um, you do a, you know, mutual value driven posting campaign with each other. If you can partner up with other Instagrammers, not necessarily brand partnerships, that's a whole different conversation to have, 
But if you can partner with other Instagrammers and basically fuel each other's following in marketing by kind of like creating this central line of communication between the two of you and your content and what you're sharing, then this is really going to build your following because their followers are going to look at you and your followers are going to look at them. So it becomes this mutual beneficial relationship by partnering up with somebody on Instagram. And then we're talking about growth. You know, you're, you're fueling each other's Instagram. You're doing all these things in your Instagram might still be stuck. You don't see a huge influx in your growth. Well, I'm here to tell you that as an organic marketer myself, you guys, this takes time, but it's these practices that I mentioned that are really going to help you grow and especially at a faster pace. Also, real quick tip, pub your Instagram. If you're not promoting your Instagram on other platforms and wherever possible that you can do it and do it now, because if you're not, you need to, that's what I was going to say. So let's go back to growth. Sorry. I just had to put that in there really quick. One of the questions I get asked the most is Whitney, what is your opinion on Instagram growth tools? Well, I'm just going to be real. As an organic marketer, like I said, I don't like them. I don't feel like they're authentic. I don't feel like they're 100% transparent. I have seen some of my personal friends on Instagram start off with 1,000 followers, and then in a week's time, they're at 10,000 followers, and two days later, they're at 15. Like, hello, that's not real. That's not authentic. That's definitely not transparent. You don't just, oh, trip and fall on your face and all of a sudden have a gazillion followers unless you're somebody from like a cheerleader from Navarro that had an awesome Netflix series and then overnight you're like this huge sensation. But the normal female entrepreneur, it just doesn't happen to you guys. It's not normal. So something is happening, right? Well, they're using Instagram growth tools and Instagram growth tools could be engagement bots, follow bots. I love bots. I have a whole other company that we offer branding and bots with, but it is for dynamic conversations in order to lead your following through this dynamic conversation and ultimately to a sale. Again, a whole nother conversation to be had. However, the follow bots and the engagement bots, it is so annoying to me. I can't stand it. And honestly, great for them for getting such a huge following. But my rule of thumb is, is if you can't monetize the 50 followers or the hundreds of followers, or even the couple thousand of followers that you already have, and you can't even sell to them, what makes us think, me think, you think, anybody think that another 50 followers, 100 followers, or a few thousand followers overnight is going to make such a difference. It's not. And the real truth of the story is, is that half of the people that are on these accounts now because they're growing, they're following, those followers are not there because they want to be there. They're just there because they're with similar interests and most of them are bot likes anyways. So when you see somebody with 60,000, 70,000, even 15,000 followers, and you see all these followers and you're like, wow, but then you go to their post and they've got like 10 comments and five likes, you guys, that's not 
that's not good. Okay. Because as somebody that also does brand partnerships, I will tell you that brands are not looking for people that have high following numbers. Brands are looking for your engagement rate. How often are people liking your stuff? How often are you sparking up conversations? What is the rate that your following is engaging with you on a daily basis on every piece of content that you offer and put out there? And with people with large followings like that, that have gained their followings through Instagram growth tools, good for them, but not so good for business. So these are my best marketing tips for you when it comes to growing your Instagram. So when you think about your following numbers and what's working and what's not working and what you wish you had and what others have, throw it out the door, ladies. Throw it out the door because I'm telling you right now, you have something amazing to offer. You are a gift from God and the abilities that you have to provide people with value through the content you're sharing are unparalleled to anyone else. So stop worrying about them and start focusing on you and implementing what I shared with you today into your day-to-day Instagram and let the results speak for you. Hey friends, thanks for taking the time today to jump on in and listen to the Uno Moss podcast. How can you help support us moving forward? Leave us a review. Let us know how you're liking it. And then if you're on Instagram and Facebook, like most of us are, go ahead and tag us, share in your stories, invite your friends, and we look forward to Uno Moss podcast next week.